All right, another week, episode 46, uh, Blind Spots, at Bobby Bryan's, at not Patrick Hughes, um, follow on everything, X, Instagram, Twitter, all that, subscribe, like, five stars, I don't even look at the other stars, it's <laughs> only five or nothing, you bastards, um, I remember I actually just got a, got a, um, uh, Alex's car was in the shop and they, you know, they always send you like text messages about, um, you know, uh, how did they treat you and, and whatnot. And the guys mm-hmm. kind of explained it to me. And like, I was telling them like, I know how this works. You know, I'm just, I'm just going to throw tens on it. I'm going, I'm a glaze you. You feel me? <laughs> and, and, and make sure that it looks good. Um, yeah. because, Everyone, to some extent, has to, you know, beg for a, a, you know, a good review. And and to be honest, he he was good anyways. Like, yeah. I understand like jobs like that can be difficult. Like, I empathize with everybody who has to work in customer service, and not necessarily because I work in customer service, but I have one anecdote about this. Um, a long time ago, I was doing uh, Blue Aprons. And it's like this meal subscription service. And uh, when I was in an apartment, someone stole it off the porch. Right. And, um, you know, I'm like, I'm heated. Like, it's like invasion of privacy. Like I'm, and like, really, I'm not so mad myself personally. I'm more mad because Alex is like, she's distraught. And I'm like, that bothers me. So I'm fucked up. And so like, (laughs) I'm like pacing back and forth in the apartment, like mentally preparing myself for this battle that I'm going to have to have a customer service. And so I'm like turned up. I get on the phone. I'm expecting them to not give me shit. And so I'm like, hey, uh, you know, uh, a package, you know, delivery came. They stole the package. Um, and so I'm expecting them to be like, well, there's nothing we could do about that. And the lady was like, oh, no big deal. Well, we're going to refund you your $60, and then we're going to send you another box. How's that sound? And so I'm so turned up. Like, I'm so disarmed at this point. Like, I'm ready to fight. And I'm like, um, uh, uh, okay. That sounds great. Uh, thank you. She's like, anything else for me? No, I, I think that's it. I think, uh, so I got the I got the I got the new box yesterday and it was for free and I was like so then at that point I was like you know what because a lot of times we look at customer service like the individual rep like as the company yeah and the, and I was young and stupid but now as an adult I'm like man motherfuckers is just doing their job and like yeah. they really want to make it easy on you like you're gonna run into super cop here and there. But like they, if if it's easy on you, on 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 the customer, it's gonna be easier for them. Yeah. To do their job, so it's like, why not give them what they want? Then he won't be happy, or he won't be mad. He can, he'll stay with us longer. And if that means that we just have to spend an extra hundred and twenty dollars to keep this person for years, and then this person is gonna tell this other person. Yeah. Like, yo man 
They like that is a drop years, in the bucket for them. Years later, this person is gonna be on a podcast. <laughs> the, the, yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, like it's like those type of things. Where it's like word of mouth is gonna get you. This is a good experience. It's worth that 120. Absolutely, it, it was that 120 okay. was nothing to them. But now I'm glowing about how great the customer service was. <laughs> so I said all that to say, like, I got so much empathy for these guys because there's people that get on the phone that's turned up. And they just want to fight. And they actually just want to make it easier. So he was like, hey, every Tuesday and Thursday, you can call us, you know, check in on your car. Uh, And so before I could, and granted, I didn't care. Like, he gave me a timeline. He stuck with it. But he was sending me texts every other day, just updates. And I like before, like, almost to the point where it was like, all right, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, do your thing. Like, I ain't. As long as it's on time, I can really care less about, but he kept me abreast to it. So I was like, nah, you did. So he's like doing his thing, like his normal spiel. You know, we got a paper on how you got to answer it. And I'm like, nah, bro, you did your thing, man. I got you all tens, everything. No big deal. So (laughs) I got our car back. That was good. Um, It was supposed to be back on the 14th. They got the wrong part. So it's going to be back on the 19th. So we was already, I was like, well, I guess you're not going to get your car until we come back from Canada. And so, uh, you know, obviously that rolls right into Canada. Um, I go, um, we go up there. Uh, it's very cold. Um, but Canada is a, or Toronto's a beautiful city. It It feels like America, but also like not like America at the same time. Yeah. Um, a lot of good food, a lot of the diaspora there, different mm. parts of it. I went to an Ethiopian coffee shop. That was pretty cool. Um, very multicultural. Something I did think was beautiful, too, is, like, there's so much I I just don't know about, like, how everything got here. And so, like, in the beginning of the Raptors game, um, they have, like, a whole thing, like, we acknowledge that our city is on top of indigenous people land and we want to respect the land by, by doing this. Like it's a whole thing for it. Even they had it on my flight and I was like, man, Americans don't do none of that shit. Like we don't give a fuck whose land we stole. Like (laughs) we ain't acknowledging it at all. And I'm like, dang, that's, that's pretty dope that Canada's doing that. So I'm asking Alex, I'm like, dang, how did niggas get up to Canada? And she's like, the Underground Railroad. I was like, oh, so they must have got lost. Like, why did they come here? They was trying <laughs> to get to New York type shit. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, nah, they was trying to get through here. And I was like, oh. And then, like, um, apparently, and I didn't see this, and I didn't know this until just today, that uh, Harriet Tubman has a church up there. And... um. So I'll have to come back and, and check that out. Um, so it's, it's a big, big deal there. Did quite a bit of things. Um, uh, got a little bit of a sinus infection. Um, I don't think it was from Canada because I remember feeling a little funky at the heat game. Yeah. But I just know one thing about being sick is um, a plane will exacerbate that shit. So whatever it is, you got a little bit of a sniffle. The plane is going to turn. My ears was clogged up for like three days after the flight. <laughs> yeah. Like I was, I felt horrible. 
And then obviously it was really cold. It was snowing. Uh, that was cool. Obviously it's Floridians. Um, our hotel got upgraded and then upgraded again. Um, it was in the, it was in the, um, uh, the Rogers centers where they played baseball. So our room actually had a view of the stadium. Granted, they were, they were just like renovating stuff. So it wasn't really much to look at. It was like two story room. It was pretty dope. It's right next to the CN tower. We had dinner at the top of the tower. It spins. So you can see the whole city in about 70 minutes. So in a traditional dinner time, an hour or so, you will get to spin around one revelation. Um, that was dope. Uh, and then um, I did, did some thrifting. Alex loves to thrift at these big major cities because you always find really cool stuff that people just give up. Yeah. And so she bought a bag. She bought uh, some glasses. Um, I love going to um, uh, places where you can get uh, a shirt that either has like the address of that location or it's exclusively to that location. So like uh, Stussy is one of my favorite brands. Um, went to the Toronto Stussy store, um, went to Kith, uh, got a Kith Toronto shirt. Um, and then the OVO store, of course, um, got something from there as well. Uh, did quite a bit of good food, food that was like kind of specific to that area. Did not get cheese curds, unfortunately, um, but <laughs> as as inexpensive of a flight it is to get up there, uh, there is always time to go back. So um, sooner than later, they have straight flights, like a probably a hundred fifty. Like for us, it was both of us was less than three hundred bucks. So yeah, you wouldn't. Think um, that's the information that need. You wouldn't think that you know yeah. international flights type shit is like. People always assume that's you know gonna be gonna be some bread. I think COVID that in that in Mexico, yeah, that in Mexico, for sure. What were you gonna say? No, I was just saying like like during COVID when everybody like had time off but was still getting like paid from work and niggas was just bouncing around. I think that's when everybody like realized was like, hold on, like these flights is low key. Like I could do that. I got that. We went to Mexico in January 2022, and I think the flight was maybe maybe 120 bucks yeah. round trip. Like, and and Mexico is very close. Like, if you're going to like Cancun, Playa del Carmen, which is where you fly fly into Cancun, it's like 90 minute flight. Like, you can literally pop in and out of Mexico. Like, it's nothing. And the hotels be cheap. I think our hotel was like, like I think it was about the same amount to board our dog as our hotel. Hey, like, don't be too excited, <laughs> nigga. You see, they killing niggas on Twitter about being too excited about the prices. Nah, nah, I ain't gonna hold you because I got up out of there, like, because I was like, uh, that was when they uh got them tourists out there in Tulum at the Airbnb. <laughs> And I was like, man, I was just in Tulum. Like, I swear, like, the story came out, like, two months later. Wow. And, yo, and then what's crazy about Tulum, too, is, like, it's so, uh, like, you ever be in a place when, like, they, un- like, 
it is really just international, but they know you uh, are tourists and like they just try to shove all kind of shit at you. Like pay for this tour and pay for these things and we yeah. want your American money. We don't want to use your Mexican. And I'm like, yo, it's too much here. I just want to see the ruins. And it made me feel weird. And I was like, I'm glad I ain't get no hotel down here for the night. So I want to get back. Because yeah. Planet of Karma, people was just kind of doing their own thing. Cancun people, Cancun feels like an American city. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter. Tulum feels like, oh, they want to see the ruins. We going to post up here and we going to hustle. Hey, I'm like, they gotta nah. get. They gotta get. To yeah, it. it's, but, it's uh, too much. Shit, man. <laughs> uh, my week was smooth, bro. I, I I realized it feel like it's been a long time because we recorded on Tuesday. Um. Yes, it does feel long. Man. But uh, yeah, no. Nah, so everything was smooth, man. We did some shopping. Got a couple couple shirts from uh, shit from Macy's. We had went to. I returned something from from Christmas. Um, I was a little bit oversized, um, and yeah, got some other shit, cop some other shit, uh, I think Karina had to do like a return from something from Christmas, and then like, we ended up, it just made a day out of it, because it was like one of those, you know, you have like those lazy Saturdays, and it's like, it was cold here, I think it was like 38 degrees or something like that, it was just like, man, who wants to be stuck in the house? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I know it's cold, but like, I don't feel like I, I I've been in here all day. I'm gonna be in here all day tomorrow. Like I just wanna get out of the house. You know what I'm saying? So we just we just ran some errands, went to the mall, you know what I'm saying? Did did a little, did a little bit of that. Um and then when we came home it was it was smooth. I think we had we ain't had nothing crazy for dinner, just pizza. Just fa- just like a good family like weekend, just chilling. You know what I'm saying? Everybody did whatever they had to get done in the morning. I think I I gave my car a long wash, bro. Like I miss what used to happen on Saturdays for me is I used to get up early and wash my car. And ever since we moved over here, so since like August, like I think I washed my car maybe once or twice. Um, but like that time of like driving to the car wash, maybe listening to a podcast or the obligatory like currency Larry June, um, or like old Jay Z. I just miss that time to like sit back and listen to that shit and just like cruise ride in my car. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's it's something about going to get your car washed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it it just sets your Saturday off different. And then when the lights come and shit, so got to do that in the morning. So that was good. Put up a uh, little new air freshener and everything. So got the car smelling right. Got it all vacuumed out. And I'm like, I wanted to implement a new rule. No eating in the whip, right? Because the baby, but the baby got to eat. <laughs> yeah, you got like because it keeps him occupied during the drive at times. God, man, I'm telling you, bro. I went back there and I was cleaning out like where she sits at, and I was like, bro, I ain't gonna never be able to sell this car. <laughs> like if I ever want to get up this oh, car, that bad. It's just like, it's just like food that was down there that got cleaned up, and it's like. Basically, it just needs, like, a deep cleaner. Like, it's nothing I can do at a car wash. Like, I need to hire somebody to clean the back seat. Like, and it's just where she sits at. But the problem is, uh, you know how, like, cars be having, like, the two in the back seat go down and make the trunk bigger or whatever? 
Um, sometimes it'll be like the seat that got two connected to it as opposed to the seat that got one. So the honey, one. Sit, so I had to move her over. So now it's like the whole back seat. <laughs> so it's just like, ah. But, you know, I got the area that she don't sit in all cleaned up. But the area that she's sitting in, like, there's no, there's no food there now. But when I was cleaning it, I was like, bruh, you definitely can't go. It's when you... That's when you look at it and be like, I know we haven't eaten that in at least two weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. This this (laughs) one was like, I know I got a two-year-old. This on me. (laughs) Like, I got to take responsibility for this one. I got to take some ownership for that. But no, it was was a smooth weekend, man. Um, I think we got a a wedding coming up in a few weeks, so that'll be fun. Always Um, fun. Trying to train for this little savage race thing, man. I realized, like, I think the cold, I, like, the turned up the asthma again. So I got to, like. Air thinner. Yeah, I had to, had to make sure I had to go get my inhaler. I was like, all right, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to push through it. Because usually when I, when I, if I start feeling it in the gym, I'll be like, all right, I'm going home. Like, but I was like, man, nah, you got to push through it. So I went ahead with all the workouts. So I was smooth. Actually seeing progress in the gym now as opposed to, like, just being in there for the motion, like actually starting to see it pay off. So that's cool too. So just real smooth, man. I got got shit lined up. I'm trying to get back home. Get back home for the savage race, so that'll be dope. But that's it. Yeah, that um this little bit of a sinus infection I ran today and I just felt so like and I just haven't run in a little bit cuz cuz of outside of, you know, traveling and I'm just like, man, I can't breathe, <laughs> and so it's uh that that sinus infection. You just have a pesky cough, and it just doesn't leave. And I'm I'm on the back end of it now. It probably will be gone tomorrow. Hopefully, um, I sounded really really bad. Oh, and I totally forgot our flight got canceled <clears throat> on the way back, and we had the be rerouted to Chicago because it was like non-stop flights back and forth like by the way this is one of those things where I feel like is he, I, I'll ask Alex is like, am I making more money or am I just bougie and it's like I refuse to connect a flight unless the flight is extra long like I don't want to connect a flight to New York. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, don't bring me to Charlotte. Don't bring me to Atlanta. Don't bring me to Chicago. So I'm coming from Canada, which is two and a half hours. And I got to come over to Chicago two hours and then wait an hour and a half and then come back two hours down to Tampa. I was supposed to be back at 10 a.m. I didn't get back till. 2.30 and I was like it was things I needed to do like I had to go get her car to do that like my dog they, they tell me oh you gotta get your dog by noon or there's a $15 fee and it's like nah I gotta eat a fucking fee cause of this shit I would've been back by noon and I gotta eat a fee now granted I'm still waiting to see but there are compensations typically for situations like this. So hopefully I can get a nice little chunk of change 
Um, bigger airlines, they say $400 Canadian, which is like $370 USD for both travelers. So I'm like, shit, that'll pay for the whole, that's the hotel right there. And I, I will absolutely be inconvenienced for hours um, <laughs> if you're going to pay for my hotel. So uh, hopefully that, that gets taken care of and um, we'll, we'll know, I'll know something soon, hopefully. But yeah, yeah uh, fuck flights with connections. Um, the only one is like Hawaii. We could stop in Los Angeles because that's like 12 hours straight. Like, I don't know about doing 12 hours on a plane. That just feels like torture. But I did eight hours once. Wasn't the worst thing in the world. Huh. Yeah, you, I, I could do whatever I would do in a car. Ooh, the car is rough. It, it, it feels different. It feels, it's, it's definitely a different yeah. vibe. But uh, if I can, if I, because Tampa from here is like six and a half on a on a with no traffic, yeah. bad traffic, eight nine. Uh, here to Miami is what ten. So I like I, I haven't done straight to Miami, but I've you stopped done, in Tampa. Yeah, stopped in Tampa and then and then like like gathered myself, and then made yeah. my way there. So it's like I, I got I got about I got about eight I got about eight in. If it's going, if it's a flight is over eight, then we go ahead and break that one up. Yeah, so you're that's good for you if you're gonna go to Europe. Yeah. So Atlanta, London's probably gonna be about eight, seven or eight. Now you do that Japan shit. That's where you're looking at like thirteen hours. Yeah. When I was when that's I was looking, flight. I was like, oh, maybe I was like, okay, maybe this one needs to be a L.A. Japan situation. Like, yeah, because a lot of times they'll they'll bring you through Washington type shit, and it's like, okay, I could do that because it's gonna be six and a half up that way, and yeah. then another. But now then, see when it gets ugly, then then they be adding a second stop, and I'm like, all right, now we're doing a lot. Yeah. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One stop. I'm cool with now we now we're talking about a a, a tw- twenty hours of traveling. No, yeah, we, no, 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 that's no, no. too much travel. OD until the whole day. OD, uh, and then and then it's flipped. So then you're talking about because I had a buddy in Japan uh, there once, and you know it's a twelve hour time difference. So not only have you traveled twenty hours, but now your body thinks. Your body feels like 10 p.m. And guess what, bitch? It's 10 a.m. It's breakfast time. Good <laughs> so luck. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. That's what. You, that's when you need actually two weeks because you got to get you got to get right because that jet lag is. Um, By the way, I am is my ignorance, and I heard Tracy Ellis Ross say it once, and I'm the same way. I'm like, fuck jet lag. I'm stronger than that shit. I ain't hearing that. I ain't hearing that jet lag shit. I don't care. Oh. I get right off the plane and do whatever I need to do. Fuck jet lag. <laughs> it's in my brain. I'm stronger than that thought. That's how it works. That's how it works. If you believe it, show solid B. Somewhere in the bubble. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Trending. All right. I don't want to start right with the goddamn sad shit. I'll go to well. This is this is somewhat it's sad. All, all uh, sad. <laughs> hometown team, the least the least sad shit. Least sad, least sad. I ain't got I ain't got no Buccaneer hat anywhere close by. But um, man, uh, tough tough loss. Um, I was very excited about this game because it's hard to beat a team twice, and I carry the flag and the water. 
for Tampa Bay Buccaneers and everywhere I go. And uh, it was tough to see them lose, especially to Detroit. Got some friends in Detroit. Love some people in Detroit. Never been there, but um, heard it's a a decent place. Maybe a little bit sketchy at times. (laughs) But um, they, they, they beat us. And it was close. Good season. I felt proud of these guys. Uh, they didn't lay down like bitches. That was the biggest thing for me. Like, don't lay down. Sometimes you watch some games, you go, oh, y'all niggas gave up. They fought to the very end. Um, people are uh, finally maybe kind of thinking that Bowles can coach. I know they, they keep talking about this yeah. timeout shit. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, come on, bro. I see, like, I see, I see the tweets. I, I see the tweets where you like, all it's, right. It's 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 so <laughs> annoying because it's like, bro. Like, I like every week you will see that scenario, yeah. and then people will be like, why are you calling them timeouts? Just let the clock. It's it's over. And then people are talking about, okay, he calls a timeout, and there's ten seconds left. You gotta give your. You gotta give your team a shot you never know they could kick the field goal and miss and it's like what idiot would kick that field goal there like i think the coach would probably punt the ball put you as far back as possible and make you go 90 yards in 10 10 seconds which and then the punt is going to come up so that's going to take time so unless you're just talking about a hail mary crazy ditch like the probability was point oh 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 one percent of them winning. I'm okay with that. I don't know why. Like it just to me is like, bro, white coaches don't get criticized for stupid shit like that. Like that, it's like, bro, are y'all really just trying to find a different way to say that Bowles like laid down? And like, there was a gentleman agreement because because these guys are friends. It's like everybody's friends in this league. Yeah, like everybody's friends. They all practice with each other in the off season, and like, give it a rest. <laughs> yeah, we were watching the game at my in laws' house. And it was just like, I looked up and I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> but that was, but that, but that was it. I'm, I'm not too big in into like the politics outside of what what everybody like posts on Twitter about everything. I'm, I'm glad to see Bait. Um, Doing doing well because that was the one. Basically, anybody I like losing on Madden, if it translates in real life, then I'm like, awesome. Because like I I've been feeling, uh, I felt I felt vindicated. So I was like, okay, me too. <laughs> I told y'all, and, and, and but but see, my shit is worse because my shit is is purely based off Madden. <laughs> my shit is not based off no shit that I saw. I was just like, man, they they got it, they got it. But that's because I but, like but same bad. with that too. Before when he was on those other teams, he didn't play bad. I was like, yeah. if you it, maybe if you looked at the statistics, it said different. But like, if you add context, where it's like he just got the playbook like two days ago, well, and he's asked to play. <laughs> like, well, I think that's the he's thing doing that, really decent. That throw <laughs> that that like always gets me about football is that I never understand, and really sports in general. I never understand what's good, like how people determine what's okay and what's not. Like, we know what the best is, right? And but like, should the best, should the best be the standard? Like, 
Like, should should we compare everybody to a Brady, Mahomes, like like standard of like, no, if if the numbers aren't this, then he's, he didn't do well. Like, if he, if he didn't have here's, like what, here's the tinfoil hat. This is, okay, this okay, is okay, where okay, I go okay, tinfoil okay. hat. So I'm gonna tell you exactly what the metric is on everything when it comes to talking about how good this shit is. There isn't one. There isn't a metric. If you like the guy, then they're good. If you don't like the guy, they're not good. Tom Brady had worse numbers than uh, Baker did this year than he had last year. And last year, it was Todd Bowles' fault. This year, it's Baker's playing well. They both had the same record. Like, literally, they went 9-8, and eight, both of them. But Baker threw for more yards, he did for more touchdowns, and he threw less interceptions. But they would not say that Brady was playing bad. And I kept telling people, like, this is not Bowles' fault. Brady is playing like shit. Like, I, I'm look, I'm like, what are your eyes telling you once again? Like, <laughs> does this look like good football to you? Like, what you're watching? Tom, is Tom, Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. <laughs> and I'm like, he, he's playing bad. And to the point where it's like, now nah, I look back at it and I, and I didn't want to say this because he's the GOAT, but I was like, this man was going through a divorce. He was just he lot, going through life shit. He had a lot going on. He had a lot going on last season. It's life shit. He's 42. He's going through life shit. His family's breaking up. His kids aren't around. Like, yeah, he's probably having a tough go. Whereas, like, Baker's like... You don't throw the ball well. <laughs> Baker's like, he just found out his wife is pregnant. He got an opportunity when he thought he was coming out of the league. And he's, like, got something to prove. He's got the chip back on his shoulder. And so I keep trying to tell people, like, like nothing changed. It's same with, like, comparing, like, Bowles and B.A. Like, now I'm I'm ready. Like, I'm if he... if. If Todd Bowles would have went to the NFC Championship, I'd have been ready to say some wild shit about B.A. for a second. Because I'm like, look, anybody could take this team to the NFC Championship <laughs> if if we being honest. So what's the difference? If if Todd Bowles ain't no good coach, then how? Yeah. What, they just accidentally made it to the final trip? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it just depends. And if you have a bad coaching situation, you will never get the funk off of you. But... There are like ironclad metrics and you can't fight with the metrics. And motherfuckers keep wanting to tell me shit. And I'm like, man, just say you don't like niggas, bro. Because they talking about, they say shit like, he just, he just don't do it for me. What the fuck does that mean? How do you quantify that? <laughs> like, are they winning or are yeah. they not winning? <laughs> like, well, he doesn't seem like he can manage the game properly. Because he doesn't call useless timeouts. Like, they'd be so mad at him for not calling a timeout. Like, what is he supposed to use them for? If he, like, what's the point? If you just don't use the timeouts, you just don't use the timeouts. But if he takes a timeout and then it comes to the end of the game and now you need a timeout, then motherfuckers would be like, well, why did we waste the timeout on this thing earlier? People wanted him to go for it on fourth down on our side of the ball early in the game it's like y'all y'all want him to be that aggressive but then later in the game he gets aggressive um with i forget what exactly it happened with his uh oh they're going for two yeah going for two and they're like yo 
mathematically, it makes the most sense here because he knows his team can't win in overtime. So let's go ahead and win. Like, he ain't going to say that. But he knows that we're playing with house money. The only way we're going to win this game is if we win this shit in regulation. So why not just go to try to win it now? Fuck it. Coaches do that shit all the time, and the math checks out. Now, if y'all want to be mad at math and analytics, fine. I get it. But it it's not like it's a lazy thought. It's like, no, we, we have people that work on this, and we work on this shit in practice all week. Like, you can't say that there's no thought process here. And that's just where it's like, man, they telling us we ain't got it all the way up here. But <laughs> B.A. runs four verticals every year, every play for Jameis Winston and expects him to check it down. Nah, he's chucking that shit. And that's why he gets 30 interceptions. But they ain't blaming that on B.A. B.A. the one calling the plays. Why Why do you keep throwing this to Jameis? But I don't know. I know. But B.A. got two coaches of the year. So it's no way that he could be doing some wrong shit. But and Todd Bowles had a dumpster fire in New York where seems like the players still love him. Everybody loves playing for him. So I'm glad Bowles is going to get to coach for at least another year. I'm happy. I like It feels Todd like Bowles. that with, with, with the Bucks. It feels like that a lot with us where it's like uh, if we get you out of there. <laughs> Like we, we we move on pretty quick, but it's like it's not as bad as some teams, of course, because those teams are worse. But like for a team that has since the Brady, you know, situation or before the Brady situation, like since Jameis, how many times have we moved on from coaches? A lot and fast. Yeah, that's what I'm like. It's like we don't we don't waste no time about getting you up out of there if it's like they don't work. Like all right. Like, and they like, want to run him off of it. And he went to the playoffs twice. It, it, it's crazy. It, it, it feels like we don't get, we don't actually give you time to implement a system. You know what I'm saying? And this is once again, this is from my limited knowledge. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not like super deep into it, but just from what I remember from from watching everything and then like seeing, I'm like, damn, like you had what Shiano, like it's Morris. See, I for. Gone from from what I can remember is like Dungey, uh, Chucky, I yeah. think Shiano, I think Morris, Morris, um, Cutter. Oh no, Lovey Cutter. Lovey got uh, what a year? B- yeah, uh, and then BA, and then now Bowles. Like this is in my lifetime watching. <laughs> It's right, football. right. Like it's, it, you just, you just, you, you gave what? That's a good twenty years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not even. But, yeah, but, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, twenty years. Yeah. But most of those changes have been within the last decade. Yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> so, counting Chucky. Not counting Chucky and Dungey. Like yeah, everything after that was probably I'm, since I'm, middle I'm, school. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like. Damn, like y'all gotta give somebody some time to actually be able to work their way up. Like it ain't nobody's patient anymore. The league is like literally it turns over fast. Especially in NFC South. <laughs> like, especially in NFC South. Like, especially in NFC South. Just let the nigga cook. Like Yeah, and, and then it, this is really his first season to be fair, because he took over after BA like gave up. Well that gave, gave I don't wanna say that, but like it was That's his team smoke, until bro. the I got a lot of smoke for BA. And not, and it's not even BA's fault. That's the crazy thing. It's just like 
man, I'm tired of like, I'm tired of white coaches just getting the benefit of the doubt of walking in a good position. And then now they good. Uh, Chucky, uh, John Gruden got a 10 year deal from Oakland and he ain't done shit in this league except for win a Super Bowl with another nigga team. That's it. And he gets labeled as a good coach because he could say spider to white banana in some stupid room with some stupid fucking clicker. And then he gets all this fucking money from Oakland and gets run off the job in two years. Just horrible. Like, and it's like, that's what it's got. But then Raheem Morris, who gave us a 10 win season when I was in middle school, has not been a head coach since then. Insane. (laughs) Yeah, when you say say stuff like that, it'd be like, hey. And he's been and he's been a good DC in this league. He's been a good DC in this league. And he and he he took over as the interim head coach in Atlanta and he was supposed to be the head coach there. And it's like, bro, Steve Wilkes almost won the NFC South taking over in Carolina. He gets run off the job. Then they hired this coach that yeah. they fire in 10 games. And now Steve Wilkes is in San Fran coaching the defense. And San Fran has a they put everybody in jail. And so it's like, that could have been your coach. And it's like all these black coaches, dog. But then uh stupid Ryan Gosling coach that was in Arizona who got ran off his job takes a, a sabbatical for a year and now gets an offensive coordinating job with with uh no he was with I'm sorry he was with UCF or USC and now he's going to get an offensive coordinating job in Chicago because <laughs> they might they might get Caleb Williams and I'm like so he just fails up bro like Come on, man. Rich and American young tradition. white dude. Yeah, so I it, as American as Apple. Like, I don't even want to kill BA, but BA gotta be uh he gotta be collateral damage, unfortunately. Like, like nah, and and, and I don't even and I don't even really care about all the black coaches like that. But I'm like, hey. You look at these black quarterbacks the same way. It's like it's three black. How, how many black quarterbacks is back? It's, it's got we got Patrick, and we got Lamar. Lamar. And so there's two two black head, or two black quarterbacks, and they're here. And they told us once again we ain't have it all the way up here that we could play this position. So I'm going to defend all the black quarterbacks. I'm going to defend all the black coaches. I'm a fan of all of them. What's um, insane? And it's black GMs now what's, getting uh, getting jobs. What's you talking about black quarterbacks? What's wild about that shit is like can't shake the fact that they was not trying to pay Lamar. It's hard. It's very tough. And the fact that they're one game from the Super Bowl, I literally was thinking about that in a ride earlier today. Like, they would have never even had this position, and they're probably going to run away with the trophy this year. If I'm, like, and it's just like, if I'm Lamar, they're going to have to, uh, they're gonna, I'm going to get fined and probably banned from the league from fixing the fucking game. I ain't winning y'all shit. <laughs> Like, like, we keeping this bitch as tight as possible. If they kick a field goal, they kick a field goal. Like, it's just like, I just. I did all that just to be in this position. Like, it's it's so frustrating. I know Jerry Jones looking at these motherfuckers like, for them? (laughs) Like, and then And then there was teams that came out that was like, we ain't interested. 
the Falcons. We ain't interested. And you sorry, bitches. Bro. <laughs> You know, bro, I'm you sorry, bitches. I'm here. I have no desire to go to no NFL game, but my God, bro, when when it, when it, when it was the buzz, when they was throwing them jerseys on niggas and shit, and I saw the jersey, I was like, "It's I never saw Michael Vick. I never seen it. This would be nice. <laughs> this would be nice to catch this nigga in the Falcons jersey." And it was just when when it got shut down, I'm like. It's a blank. Des- we ain't want no. We don't, we don't want nothing Ritter, to do with that. For Desmond. And Tyler Heineke. Bruh. Silly. <laughs> Silly, bruh. And the only reason we couldn't do it, because we was poor. So we ain't had no money. Yeah, we yeah, had to go yeah, with yeah, Baker but, for $4 million. Yeah, dollars, yeah. So we, we had to. that man approved Shout out to, shout out to um, black quarterbacks making these guys look like idiots. Um, yeah. uh, let's see. Uh, this is one. I, I, we went into my expertise. This is I wouldn't go into some of your expertise because you were I saw you were going through this yesterday uh, I think on Twitter uh, like all the Oscar noms and um, it's always a great time of the year for my own selfishness because this is like a busy time for the the fashion stylist like they're cranking looks out like crazy like everybody looks so nice um, everybody's winning uh, shout out to Ayo and. Uh, and um, what's old girl's name? Nisi. No, nah, I was gonna say her, but she shouted to her too. Um, Abbott Elementary, Quinta, Quinta, because they just they win in everything, and Quinta we seen them early. Yeah, I hope they keep winning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, they, yeah. Nice, yeah, yeah, like very, very nice with it. Um, I saw because I was her name. I always say Ayo. Her name's Ayo. I don't want to miss. I think it is Io, but I, I'm not sure. The wonderful woman from uh, the wonderful black sister that's winning all the awards from uh, the Bear. She's on Abbott as well. Hey, um, they're sisters. <laughs> she's, had, she's had a couple of she had a couple of movies. Just saw her film Summer Camp. Boy, that and shit she's hosting that. SNL. And she's yeah she's she bought her host SNL uh, this week. So is it this week? It's this weekend, right? Yeah, I think so. And she did bottoms too. Or something. She did bottoms as well. So it's like it's always good to see, um, you know, it's always good to see black people winning, and, and, and see black people in, in the comedic space, um, at this higher level. From you talking about like the dramedy, uh, route, super comedy route, raunchy comedy route, draw like. She's checking all the boxes in the same way that Quinta is like, all right, cool. I'm going to conquer this internet shit, these skits. Now I got, you know, TV on my list. So it's, it's good to, like, see everybody. And when you can do a mockumentary, right? Because, like, you're talking about, like, The Office. Curb your enthusiasm. Yeah. Curb, like, like, yeah. like, for sure, Abbott is, if, if it keeps, if it continues to, to trend how it's trending right now, we getting some some classic shit off right now, so that's always great to see. Uh, but the Oscar noms came out. Um, I saw five of the ten that are nominated for best picture. I usually I have an actual like I usually like to get sixty to seventy five percent of those out, right? Like I want to see. You got a couple to do. Yeah, and and like the own of course having a kid 
it gets difficult. One of the things that I, I uh, New Year's resolution, um, it's not necessarily resolution. It's just one of the things I want to make sure I I do. Um, because me me and Karina have been talking about. It. I'm like, how do you how do you make time to do the shit you want to do? And she was just like, oh, I take it. And I was like, oh. I like bitch. I'll be mad as hell too. I'll be like, damn, like, you ain't finna come down here. What, like, watch this baby with me? But it's like, nah, I got shit I want to do. So, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, oh, the light bulb went off. Oh shit, I could just be like, like, it's not wrong for me to be like, hey, I want to go to the movies. Um, <laughs> I'll holler at y'all in a couple hours. You know what I'm saying? That's like one of the things where I'm like, I, I, I be trying to be so present in the moment. Where I gotta like, nah, nigga, you like watching movies, so it it you would be a better dad if you did some of the shit that made you happy. You know what I'm saying? That's what she's here for to help you do those things. So she can watch the baby for three hours, and you come back and take over. So that's one of the things I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I need to make sure I go see more films because poor, um, I think it's called Poor Things or Poor Thing. That was one woman, Emily. Eh, I don't know her name. The shorty from uh, Mary Jane from uh, from the Amazing Spider Man. Um, she was in a oh movie. um, I, I, the, the redhead lady, the redhead, yeah, from La La Land. Uh, <laughs> she was in a she was in a dope film with uh, shoot, uh, what's his name, Green Goblin. I'm forgetting Will, Willem Dafoe. And uh, Mark Ruffalo, she was in the film. Damn, that's the Marvel trio in that bitch. So yeah, they, they had a, they had a film uh, adaptation of a book that I wanted to see, and then American Fiction. I still haven't seen it yet. We, we were looking, for, we were trying to go see it last week. Um, I think we it was on up, Saturday. We ended up going see, and that's why, I, I, bro, like I got these posters up. I might, I might throw up the American Fiction poster in, in place of uh, the Yeezy joint. Um, I, bro, I just love everything about that movie. I haven't seen it yet, but I love the marketing. I love all the artwork. Yeah. Like, so the fact that they getting, you know, best, uh, best picture nod, uh, best actor nod, best supporting actor nod. I'm like, oh, let's ride. You know what I'm saying? So, so that was one of the ones that I would have, I would have liked to see. Um, so I could already had a letterbox review up. But um, was there anything on there that you was like? You got any picks like Killers of the Fly Moon, Oppenheimer? Like, you, which ones you feel like should take it? You it's, know what I'm saying? It's it's crazy for me. I'm not even big on like any of the movie stuff, and this is where, it, unfortunately, it makes me like I have my own self consciousness. Yeah. Where it's like, damn, maybe I'm not growing up enough because I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, because when I watch the movie, it's like I just take my time and get to it. But then I, but then I think of, like there's other things that I like where I don't take my time, where I get into it. So um, I know Al, she'll be watching like the red carpets. I don't care about that because I know I'm gonna get it on Instagram. So <laughs> and then I follow like I follow like all the stylists anyway. So but so like for the movies, I mean I've seen some of them. Uh, I mean I enjoyed them. So uh, I'm always, I think my favorite part of this whole season is just seeing um, how people react to losing. That's probably my favorite part. And not because I don't like, yeah. Like I like when people like leave 
Like I want, like I want, like, like what old girl was like. If I don't win, I'm leaving. Like I, that's me. Like what the fuck am I here for? No, I'm. There is fuck all that. I want to get rid of that. Fuck all that sore losing shit. Yes. You think I'm about to sit here and smile in y'all face when I lost? Fuck that. I'm going home. I'm finding the nearest in and out, and I'm going home. Fair Fuck point. that. Like people, people sit in the stadium like I'm gonna sit till triple zeros. Fuck that. I'm get this jump on this traffic. Like what the fuck? No, I'll listen to the rest of it in a car. Why I gotta sit here and watch Tiffany fall? Like goddamn uh, Stefan Diggs. I ain't doing that. That's corny. It's bulletin board material. It is literally. It means nothing. No. So I love to see that, and I defend the losers. So I just be interested to see how people react to losing. Um, I, I'm also interested in seeing who thinks people are getting snubbed. So I think that's a big thing now. That um, was it. I think I'm, I'm reading that Barbie was nominated for a big top award but the two main actresses didn't get nominated for the top award the director and the uh you know margot robbie yeah i forgot what or actress yeah yeah so the the best supporting actress best original song i think best set design best costume design and i think there's like three more i think i think or four more so they got a oh, lot of nominations except nom- for the got, top joint. Bro, they got eight. It's it's t- okay. All right, because I want to have this conversation without without like being in a mojo dojo cut house. Um, of course. And by the way, I didn't see the movie, but I do know what that means. HBO Max. HBO Max. It's it's a solid film, but it's we've seen it. It's Fat Albert. Like music. Oh. oh, you ever seen Looney Tunes oh. back in action? Like, you, you okay. ever seen, you remember, okay. that, remember the live action Rocky and Bullwinkle movie or or Pussycat Dolls? It's literally when you said Fat Albert, it literally clicked. Like, okay, it's Fat Albert. It's, it's literally they the, find I, out that they're in the real world, and then they find out that the real world fucking sucks. Or maybe and, it's better than their and, old shit. Hey, and it's literally, <laughs> and it's literally. I don't even. I don't remember what the what the issue was. Right. I don't remember what they had to help Kyler Pratt get through. Um. Or what the what Fat Albert and the gang needed to learn and overcome in order for us to get to point A and point to point B. Right. I don't remember. The, I don't remember that conflict. But I do remember. But but. Whatever that conflict is in Fat Albert, um, it centers around, like I said, Kyla Pratt's character. So the, the character of the little girl or America Ferreira, the, the best supporting actress, that character needing to uh, like like accept the reality about themselves and grow. And the cartoons, Fat Albert in the gang needed to accept the reality and learn something. Once they got a culture shock of being in the real world, they needed to accept went back to the certain age. things about the reality uh, or, or like come up with a plan to help person A, the, the, the supporting actor, figure out their problem. It's a cute movie. The problem just happened to be misogyny. That's it. 
You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's like, cool. That's a great way to tie that in. The same way that like a Lego movie talks about consumerism in a way. Like it's like, cool, you did a good job. That's not we've we've seen this before, and there's no way we were even thinking about giving Fat Albert an Oscar. There's no way we were even thinking about giving uh Rocky and Bullwinkle an Oscar. We weren't thinking about those things. And it's just like the movie is good. The movie is a, it's a great movie. They got two nominations for original song. The uh, Billy Eilish, right? The Billy Eilish joint was one of them. Billy Eilish, that was a beautiful song. I woke up at the, I woke up, it was high. I woke up and that was shit was playing, and like I saw like it was literally like I saw the doves cry. Like I saw what Prince was talking about. And I was like, oh, wow. And then I Prince. I reminded that bitch for like. 20, 30 minute mark, 30 minutes left in the movie and finished. But, uh, no, it's a good, it, it was, it's a good movie. It's just not anything, like, they didn't reinvent the wheel. We've seen it before. It's beautiful. It's a nice movie. But that's it. That's like this. I want people to realize movies used to be a lot better. Like, this used to just be the standard movie. Like, I think it's 03. 03, we get white chicks, which is uh, comedy, whatever, whatever, but a classic comedy. Uh, we get White Chicks, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Like, it's just, you just see this shit, it's just, if you go and look at movies from like 03, 04, 05, you look at the blockbuster roster, Barbie ain't beating none of them shits. Like, that's a good movie. But that's it. It's just a good movie. Like, I just want people <laughs> to be realistic about these things and like, calm down. They got eight nominations. Like, in the year that we saw the atomic bomb, in the year that we saw, uh, you know, this native tribe being a high crime, like mass murder situation, like historical period pieces, book adaptations, like the toy, the toy movie should have been nominated. I don't know. <laughs> like no, and honestly, there's no way America Ferrera should be nominated. She had like ten minutes of screen time total. Fifteen, I give fifteen. So it's just like she didn't do in fifteen minutes nowhere close to what Ajene Ellis did in the Serena in the Serena Williams joint and King Richard. So it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, and maybe, maybe, maybe I just live in a Mojo Dozo Casa house now. I don't know. It's a great cultural movie. We got so much from it. It's just not Oscar material. Like, not best picture material, excuse me. It's not best picture material. And Margot But that would, that's kind of their, that's kind of their conversation, their argument with like Marvel films, no? Like, it's, it's a superhero movie. But the thing is, with Marvel films, the only ones we've wanted to be nominated were like the, the big epi- ones. It's Infinity War. Yeah, it's quite possibly one of the best movies ever. Like it's just, it just is. The shit, the shit. Granted, where it falls short is you do need to watch seventeen other movies before you get there. Yeah, yeah. So it's not. It's it can't. You're not with it. Black Panther should have never it was been a good nominated movie. for shit. I knew it was a good movie when I spent three hours in the theater and it didn't feel like I spent three hours in the theater. 
that's yes. when I was like, okay, this is a good movie. Uh-huh. Like, I almost felt like, oh shit, it, this is not over. Like we need to put the end game on now. And it's like, oh no, you gotta wait a year. Bruh, a hundred percent. So it's just one of those things where it's like once we get to these genre movies or these like you know, the little wonky ones. Like nigga, nigga I need niggas to watch my movies too. Um Yeah, that's I mean that's that's probably it. Like and well, I'm and this is literally because I know sometimes we use niggas for everybody. I'm talking to black people specifically. Ain't no goddamn way you thought that fucking they cloned Tyrone was finna get some shit. It's just no way. But I don't even think people watched it. Like if I'm being honest, like because in and and once again, I think this is a perfect conversation for me because this is like I'm on the side of of niggas for real, for real, who's just not watching movies. Yeah, and that's why I just stay out of the conversations. But. There was literally a tenor about this movie that was seemingly mostly negative when it came out. And then now people are upset. And I think that kind of walks somewhat into like black shows and movies like being taken off streaming mm. where it's like, I think the common conversation, it's, it's just that, you know, people keep saying like these things are good and that, and it's like, man, I ain't never heard none of y'all talking about these shows. I ain't never hear y'all tweeting about these shows. I ain't hear none of y'all watching, talking about how good the shows were. And now all of a sudden, these are good shows that were off the air. And it's like, I thought I liked the movie, but everybody else around me, I feel like I had to defend it like to people. And now y'all thinking it needs to be worthy of awards. I was like, y'all didn't even watch the shit. And that's that's the thing. It's like, so one, basically, when you when you expose yourself to to more shit, uh, your criteria starts changing just because it's it like it expands on like what it can be or what what how many you know not necessarily points but like just how you think about it becomes different. They clone Tyrone is an excellent film, um, but once again, without you having that, like. Without the context of the other films that are others, eligible, I can't. Yeah. I I know what I want to win for best picture, but it's I haven't seen everything. Like maybe if I watch American Fiction, I will think it needs to, it deserves the dub, but I haven't seen it yet. So right now I can only go off what I know. Um, but that's like the problem is the other problem is right when we get which is going to take us to another topic, but. We we talk too much, bro. Like we are too open, and I would say we're too open and too honest all the time. We don't shut up. So when you don't like a show, you shouldn't. Or if run the Twitter, just shut. Just don't watch. Hey, that's what. Remember the first episode? What was it? Uh, uh, what's your boy? Can you bear shit? That first episode of the Netflix like, oh, thing, black, that was that was kid. that was basically what that whole episode was like. Where it's like, look, I don't like it, but I ain't about to just be killing it in public. And, and that's <laughs> and people don't realize that. But, but those the streamers, whatever network, they're count like the same way that you look at your engagements to see what type of posts you need to start making or or what impressions. type of, like, like they're looking at those impressions and they're and they're making real decisions off of that. So, um, 
they're not. When gonna... we make jokes about it not being good, they're like, they don't even give a fuck about this. So exactly, why they're we... not going to keep it. Like, like Van had a metric, right? It was prestige or money. So you shitting on it is not making it money, especially not from a streamer, because it's not like you like they put Morbius back in the theaters. Because people were shitting on it. It was like, oh, I got to... Everybody needs to come and watch how bad this movie is. So they threw it back in theaters. It's making them money. Not getting them no prestige, but it's making them money. And if we can, you know, generate enough money off of people laughing at it, then fuck it. Uh, It's not the same with streamers, and that's not the same with black entertainment, period. Because it's like, when we shit on shit, we also don't... We don't show up anyway. Like, just because it's less of us... And our shit is more specific to us. Like, white people... It's niche. It's... it's, And and the thing is, we don't want to accept it. We're 13%. Though we are, like, a whole other country when it comes to spending, we're not spending on movies. So, that's a reality that we have to face. We got 13%. We can't... We we can't even get... What? Relatively, probably 40% of niggas go see movies? Or when it's when it's a black movie, it might get up to set, like it ain't like every nigga you know went to go see Book of Clarence. Every nigga you know didn't go see Color Purple. Color Purple flop. It had a great first week. It a flop. So it's just like that's on that's on us. But the thing is, once Taraji you know started telling her truth about what was going on with the movie. Niggas just went in and started killing the movie. And they probably would have started killing the movie anyway because that's we don't hold back. We tell if we like it. We tell if we don't. Problem is, you get more engagement off the times when you say you don't like some shit. People are going to be like, what do you mean you had a problem? And then you're going to go back. Y'all going to have clapbacks. And now we all just talking about how much we don't like this. And somebody that don't have didn't have no intention of seeing this shit at all. Didn't have no intention of watching to be like... See, I knew the nigga. I knew that shit was gonna be like that. I knew, I knew it. Todd Perry can't get shit right. Oprah can't get shit right. Like, I wasn't finna go see it no way. How many niggas you know watch Z Way for real? Nobody. I, I don't even think they know where to find it. I don't even don't. I don't think they know where to find it. To be honest, Black Lady Sketch Show. We. I like, know that was on specifically in my household. So um, I know where to find it because I was watching it. It wasn't me who was putting it on, but my spouse was putting it on. So I'm watching it with her. And that's right. That's the thing. That's that, that's me. How I know so much about Zeus. If I want to hang out with my wife on Sundays, nigga, we watching Zeus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's just like you can't shit on the thing. You can't not watch the thing or half watch the thing. Shit on the thing, and then be like, damn. Things gone. Like, what do you think was gonna happen? <laughs> like, just let us who like it talk about it. If you don't like it, just don't like it in peace. Talk about that shit in your yeah, I think I'm a like that. This whole conversation specifically, and then just thinking about it the last week or so, like it's been making me just be like, I think I need to dedicate the time to not only make it to the theater more often. But, like, even if I got to go do it myself, because, like, I have the time to do it where I can set it aside, like, a Saturday yeah, and just go at a matinee. Like, I go work out, I go play basketball, I go take a shower, and I just go to the theater. 
And I just no catch better. a noon showing and then and just go watch the movie because I gotta I gotta like as far as for me, because I, I like to be as intentional as possible with my spending. For sure. And and if I can you know, even if that means getting the stub card, because I'm gonna be going more often. Bro. So it's like then I know I can go it. catch it. What was that? Worth it. Yeah. And then I because I, I got a buddy who's got one. And it's like I could go, I could go watch this movie. I can obviously get my the, uh, my theater popcorn, which I love, and then just be able to like not only because I don't really care about being able to talk about it, but yeah. it's like I ain't I ain't helping. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I like at least at least I could put my eyes on it and then watch these shows, even if I'm reluctant to, um, because they are disappearing. And um, it's going to be hard. Like, the fact of the matter is, is like, if if our shit fail, it's going to be 10 times harder to get that shit greenlit. And that's your, just what, your new shit greenlit. You're going to have to wait until they need a platform off the ground again. And that's just the reality. Like, that's, we, we are used as the base to build the platform. And then once once the platform is built, they move on. You know what I'm saying? Like, like thinking about uh, HBO going into their streaming era, and that's that's all easy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so it gets tough, but I will say that niggas for sure the same way y'all need to read, they need to get into cinema. If you, especially if you will not read, get into the films. Like, watch the documentaries. They got hella document. Like, like man, it, it just See, that's it just, that's my shit. That's that's what a, I be on. It's just a way to expand your worldview and give you like more frame of references. So like you're not getting all of your information off of, you know, Facebook and and like Instagram ads, Twitter ads and shit like that. Like, like once you are able to like, you know, watch some of these documentaries consume not I'm not talking about the murder shits. Like I'm not talking about that. You know, any of the political ones, <laughs> ones about certain people, like like um uh, Nikki Giovanni's got one on HBO Max right now. You see the HBO Max or I think it's Max, but she's got oh, whatever. It's on a stream. Look it up. It's something Steve about the Hardison's movie. mom has a has has one on Max. Is I think in um, Hulu. Like, like so, so those are the type of shit. So you know what I'm saying? Whatever you have like a small interest in, like go that way first and and figure out like the most artsy like weird version of it you know what i'm saying if if you're into uh you know because because the thing is i don't want to say watch the best because then that'll also uh kind of taint your view of it because you'll be looking for reasons to justify why it's the best or then you'll judge everything by this metric and then you won't enjoy the bullshit uh but either way it goes just go make sure you go and watch different movies, watch dramas. Don't wait till it's just some bullshit or like a popcorn movie. Like, watch the shit that we would call boring. Watch the drama shit. Watch the period pieces. All that type of shit, man. That those are the type of things that kind of expand your imagination and world. Like Martin Scorsese has this shot in a uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, where the guy is, you know, talking the back about. Shot? He's talking about, is, is that it? Or he's talking about like the, <laughs> that's not, he's like, is it, is it? 
Or, or like the guy's doing like a flashback and he pans it to where he's like, oh yeah, it was just over there. And he pans it. And usually what'll happen is it'll be like a cut. And then they'll it'll be like a flashback with some sapia on it and they'll make it look like it's old or whatever, whatever. The way they did it was like a dolly shot and they moved it over quick and they panned the lights down all like so it was night all in one shot. And it's just like one of those things where it's like you catch little shit like that that is able to spark your imagination about how you're gonna make your TikTok videos or like like anything that's that could be useful to you that you might, you know, spark a new interest or, or something else like that. So it's just like watch those things, allow yourself, you know, to 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 enjoy something different. Watch a Wes Anderson movie, you know what I'm saying? Watch Lost in Translation or some shit. Open your open your worldview. Right? And Yeah. I named like American movies or, or, or like Western movies. I ain't even tell you to watch R R R or or watch no uh Korean blockbuster. I'm not telling you don't watch Train to Busan or those. I'm not telling you to watch none of those. Just watch the shit that's like different from what you normally watch. It'll you it'll take you far. It's just like going to the library. Hell. You got all the shit on Netflix anyway. Just watch some different shit. Go against the album. They don't wanna go against the album. They don't wanna read. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's by the way, I always have to catch myself. I always have to catch myself where it's like I'll just be in it and then I just notice that like man, I'm, man, I'm starting to get frustrated. I'm like, oh yeah. shit, it's working. It got me. And I had to like swipe up out of Twitter, like okay, I'm I'm starting to reply and respond, and and I'm like, oh, hey, okay. Hey, you see, I was off for a day, right? I was like, man, let me go read. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, let me yeah, go read. Let me go read. These niggas piss me off. will be hate responding for an hour on Twitter, and it's like, no, oh. we can't do that. You're oh, feeding oh, the oh. algorithm the wrong shit. Uh, speaking of feeding the algorithm the wrong shit, um. And I, we kind of went long on these other topics, which is cool because it's kind of like a like a Robert topic and more of a Pat topic. And now this is just a everybody topic. Um, there's an election. This election season. Yes. Um, and one thing I was thinking about because I was like, man, I'm so much more politically active than I was in the last two elections. Um, Maybe the last, yeah, I guess I would have voted in 19, or at 19, and then that would have been at 23, and then 27, and then now it'll be like 31. So, yeah, voted in four elections. So the fact that, you know, I understand my own shortcomings or my own blind spots, if you will, on these certain things in the past. Um, what I wanted to do was at least be able to give you guys some some updates every so often on these things because it's very important. There's a lot of things going on that is going to be on these ballots. Um, different areas, different you know places may have different things, um, but the biggest thing right now is uh, to get a challenger for our incumbent, and it is the GOP. And uh, GOP is the Republicans. What does that stand for? Like Grand Old Party. Um, just sounds racist. Like I don't really like the name. You know what I'm saying? But the, the Grand Old. Why? Why we gotta put old? Grand Old. Grand that just, old. 
Yeah, so um, oh. everybody's dropping like flies. At first, it started off in the notes as Ron Voyage because it was just Ron, Ron DeSantis had dropped, but everyone else is dropping. Um, so as soon as they drop, they they might as well be dropping to their knees because the glazing is absolutely porn star esque. Oh yes. Um the way they're rocking because they were all really going for for the for you know second place anyways. Um but now everyone is going for VP. Um none of them seem to have any backbone. Um it seems to be unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there it is. So I want to start more specifically Shout with, uh, yeah, more Trump. Yeah, shout out to the only Trump I acknowledge. Oh, shout out to Drew Walls. By the way, slight, slight right turn. Um, by the way, I I've talked about how I really enjoy underdogs and like how y'all just hate shit. Y'all hated Drew Walls into the ESPN NFL. Drake and fucking Tiana Trump, and I absolutely love it. Now he fumbled, he fumbled, but I mean, maybe he didn't, maybe he didn't because I don't know. If I woke up and I had an act from Tiana Trump, and she's telling me to set the camera up, I don't know how I respond, but I've seen her work. Gonna try to kind of figure out how to get in the same area if I can. Um, yes, but sir. I was yeah. on the plane and I showed Alex, and Drake is over here doing his best Drew Walls uh, impression. Homie almost got a follow out of me because I just love to see people hate shit that is, <laughs> it just, like, why do y'all, why do y'all hate hey. stuff so bad? Like, why? Like they hate Taylor Swift. I'm just like, why do y'all hate this woman? You know what's funny? I hate both of those things. <laughs> Drew Ross and Taylor Swift. I just don't say shit because I'm like, nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. But see, nope, that's nope. that's perfect. <laughs> I, I see them and I'm just like, Taylor Swift is just watching. Like, granted, no she's obviously the. It, oh, see, but see, here's the thing I don't hate her for that. I hate the publication for that. Like when they was talking about Kim Kardashian with her Bo Derek braids, it's like, why am I gonna be mad at Kim? All she did well, is put the braids in her hair. Hey, especially with Jay Z, she when Jay Z says she thinks she Bo Derek wear a hair in the twist, like obviously Kim ain't the only one that credits Bo Derek with <laughs> with, with that. So you know, he was already telling is that. Us, so I mean, now 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 me defending. It's yeah. like, I understand that they tell us that it looks a certain way and it's not professional or whatever, whatever. I, listen, you don't have to talk to me about that because I'm going to defend it to death. I also, I'm just not going to kill them women for doing them things. For but sure. Drew Walls, uh, I really hope he fucks. I really hope he does. So um, thanks for bringing up Tiana Trump because y'all are going to be the reason he fucks Tiana Trump. And I love it for him. I love it that he's getting money because you guys laughed at him setting up his camera. Now I can't do it. I ain't got the the balls. I can't, I can't do it. 
I can't. I would feel hey, ridiculous hey, doing it. Ain't no fucking but more way. power to y'all for doing it. Please, Yo. With no tripod. Fucking target. Hey, I be places, but but here's what's crazy. I be with the influencers because of Alex. So I see them go off into a corner and shoot their, and I'm like, you guys have nuts of steel. You got nuts of steel. You guys got some real stone. You got, you got, y'all got some big ass balls carrying these damn selfie sticks around in 2024 recording shit. Y'all got damn selfie lights every, like, Bro, we were in the middle of Burns, and Alex pulled out the, she pulled out the, now granted, it was because our meal was free, but she pulls out the ring light, and it's Burns, so it's like, um. I'm not one of the ones that, like, that hate it, but, like, like, of course, wifey, same shit. I'm just like, in front of all these people, it's like, come on. Come on, man. We just out. I'm, desensi- I'm desensitized now, but <laughs> shout out to um, Tiana Trump. But anyways, sorry, got got a little sidetracked. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, but, y'all. We got um, Starting with Tim Scott. Tim Scott. Um, my best. Tim leader. Scott. My, uh, the 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 biggest eater. You can tell from the gums that he's he's an eater. Um, uh, first, congratulations on getting engaged. Um, hopefully, you have a very lovely. Lovely uh, ceremony. Niggas ain't I'm, shit. I'm always boy. rooting. I'm always rooting for love. You feel me? Hopefully, you have the love in your relationship and the authenticity, hey. authenticity that I have in mind. Bro, the authenticity <laughs> is the main thing. You know how wild it is for Tim Scott to say we don't live in a racist. <laughs> the America was never racist, and you couldn't you couldn't get engaged this woman fifty years ago. Like that wasn't a thing, sir. Adios meal. It's just right there in yeah. front of them, and they and they deny it every time uh, for some orange tip. But you know, yeah. And Nimrata, who won't go by her first name because we live in a racist country. Um, which, by the way, don't mind the name. I think it's a cool name. Nimrata is a decent name. Nimrata would be Nimrata. Sounds like a name for a beautiful brown skinned. Indian woman. She's not ugly. She's not ugly to me. Nikki, Nikki, By the way, also, Nikki Haley's not a bad looking person. She looks. She looks. Also, the texture of the hair dead giveaway. By the way, I I can look at it and be like, there's a little kink in it. A little bit. A little bit. The lights be bright. You you get some beads on your forehead. Oh. The humidity kinks it a tiny bit. I know for I know for sure, her hand gets stuck at least two times a week in that shit. I knew it. Yeah. So yeah. You know. So there's now, that. I was listening to a little bit. Oh, I was listening to a little bit of her talking. I was listening to a little bit of her talking about because um, they had asked her about it, and she, you know, I uh, I love uh, the phrase red herring. And that should that might as well be her middle name. Like she just does not answer a question. Well, none of them do. But um, but yes. Uh, next into our buddy Ron, um, he has officially lost to Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse is undefucking beated. Shout out to the state of Florida. Shout out to celebration in Orlando. Shout out to the four hundred seven because y'all kicked the shit out of that uncharismatic fucking robot. Of a governor, <laughs> um, the sanctimonious, uh, as as uh, 
so very eloquently stated by our former president, Donald J. Trump. Um, all these guys are fucking losers. All of you guys are playing for second. And don't forget our biggest buddy, the Southeast Asian Barack Obama, Vivek Ramaswamy. Man. Um, he's making the rounds. I just saw him on The Breakfast Club. Just come out and say it, guys. Just come out and say it. Just say it. Envy. Top dad. Charlemagne, making a lot of money. I know you're making a lot. Your skin looks great. Hey. He's a soft man. Like, he looks very soft. Not not like he's not like he can't fight. But he just looks soft. Oh, no, he's well put together. He's well put put together, man. You know, you can tell when the bag changes. Uh, and and not and not a lot of money. His, his commentary either, but literally if you look at the nigga, bro, he's then, getting a lot like, of money. I seen the bags he was carrying. See, he was in Dubai with uh Steve Harvey and them, and I was like, oh, shut up, he's there. This is a trip for. I'll tell you right a now, a lot of money, niggas. They need to get money. They need a lot of money. They need to get money. Um, but yeah, that, that interview. What's tough about uh? Breakfast Club, and a lot of these interviews in general is that when they interview political people, they aren't necessarily equipped to hold these people to the fire. They have zero bandwidth. So, so then I either have to assume that once again you're not equipped, or you trying to you trying to get over on me, like you think I'm stupid, you think I don't know. What all right, you know what I'm saying? Like like there's nothing wrong with you appearing on conservative talk shows. There's nothing wrong with you um appearing on, you know, doing conservative podcasts and doing all this it's nothing wrong with having conservative people on your shows. Nothing wrong with talking to, you know, that side or talking to conservatives, whatever it is, side, no side, talking to people with those See, people. I actually encourage it personally. Yeah, abs- absolutely. It gets weird. When you are pointing out, it's the same thing as the TV shit. You are pointing out everything you don't like for everything that went wrong and then expecting the result of, well, I hope it goes the way I wanted it to go, even though I'm like, I'm sowing bad seed, essentially. Um, and then on top of that, um, when I do interview these people that I'm supposedly on the other side of the aisle of, or we have different views. I'm not holding them to account in the way that I should. Now, when he talked to Vivek on Breakfast Club, they did uh, give him some hard questions or whatever or try to hold his feet to the fire as best that they could. But there were some points... They still just don't have the band. They, they still have the band list. They just don't have it. Um, yeah. Vivek's point about, you know, he kept saying that I'm not going to throw out you know, our founding fathers because they had slaves. Not going to hold these people or say that the ideals that they, you know, put in motion, uh, you know, were inherently racist just because they had, like, it's just like, this is the point where you tell them about the three-fifths. Like, this is the point where he's talking about... And Charlamagne, and it's unfortunate because he knows that. This is, this he, is I know softball, he knows that softball shit. Um, 
that's the Vivek's talking about the FBI being a they asked him about systemic racism, and he was like, "Well, his point was to why he he doesn't know what systemic racism is. He knows what racism is, but he feels like systemic racism is just a lazy talking point." This is all while he's admitting that he wants to get rid of the FBI and black people should also or liberals should also want to get rid of the FBI because of what they did to MLK. And how could an institution that would do something like that not still uh, harbor those same beliefs or that same level of corruption in today's time? Now, Vivek can say that. But you can't say that there's systemic race. Use that same framework to then. He just defined what systemic racism was. He just did it. But we're going to allow him to skate by because we're saying, no, 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 we don't like the FBI either. We want to prove that we don't like the FBI either. We want to prove that, hey, you know, we understand or we're saying that both people are wrong. What you don't understand is they're not saying both people are wrong. They're not saying both parties are full of shit. They're not saying that. They're saying uh, the problem with the country, uh, you know, we don't want to use old racism to create new racism. Now, with DEI, we're trying to, we need to forgive. We need to show mercy and forgive. And DEI is creating new racism because people feel like those jobs are being taken by unqualified people. That's not. America's problem. That's not the government's problem. That's not corporate's problem. Corporate needs to ensure that they're doing the same thing that I just told all you niggas to do. Cast a wide net, take in all the information, watch movies you wouldn't necessarily watch that you don't necessarily feel interested in, watch docs you don't feel interested in so you can enhance and widen your frame of reference. That'll help you to imagine different things that'll help you to come up with better solutions, if, especially if you're not going to read. So DEI is nothing but, hey, it's the same thing that happens on college campuses, which they got rid of also. We want to make sure that we're being as diverse as possible so that these ideas and these worlds can collide and be forced to work with each other. But they can say that when they see a black pilot, Ah, man, I hope he's qualified. You could just outright say that. But the threat is DEI. But the threat is black people having a shot. So that's why, niggas, you can't criticize shit. That's why you can't be uh, 100% honest with how you feel because they're looking for any reason to cut your shit. Every, all of the political goodwill that they promised us after George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and uh, there was a third, excuse me, but those uprisings that ensued in 2020, all of those pledges that we got, how many made good on them? Or how many have since ended them? As if the three years that we got was enough to really bring us up to speed. Knowing that we, we are the biggest... We fact 400 years and they gave us three back. He brings up MLK. <laughs> he, he brings up MLK. He says, well, if you feel like MLK was here today, if you feel like, you know, snap your finger, MLK is here, what is he going to think about this country? Sir, they just got, you got rid of Roe v. Wade. His wife wrote his speech in support. 
like his speech getting an award from Planned Parenthood because he was not for it, but his wife was. If your wife is for it, you for it. Yeah. He wrote the speech. She wrote the acceptance speech for that award. So you taking away Roe v. Wade, I don't know. I think it would probably upset it. It would probably disrupt his household. Yeah, and he's gonna he's gonna you know basically if his wife is upset then now he's got to go fix it. <laughs> You're taking away uh, affirmative action in DEI. You're affirmative action for colleges. Uh, we're doing away with all the DEI stuff uh, in the corporate spaces. I don't know if you would enjoy you guys like basically the NFL. The NFL just had to what. They had to review the Rooney Rule, and basically, it had to be like we actually need to start hiring niggas. Like you can't; it's not enough to just hire to, to interview the niggas. You actually need to hire some of these niggas. Because then, every time people find figure out a way to trick it, we're just going to bring in some unqualified, you know, graduate assistant <laughs> for something that means a, a sham interview, and then you know. And we'll, how many we'll hire the guy we really want to hire? And how many lawsuits do we need before we believe it? Like, mm-hmm. so and this is in the entertainment space that we're talking about. Like, it's not even. This is not even like like we know it's the ranks, the highest ranks in the land. We know that. We know it. The fact that hell, the fact that nobody takes Nikki Haley for, for real serious. The fact that she can't use her name. Vivek was on there talking about some, oh, well, actually, I think that, you know, people, the race thing wasn't even the problem. It was my religion. I just think the country's not ready for, you know, people that aren't Christian to be in it. Sir. That makes it better? Sir. (laughs) (laughs) So, so in the spaces that aren't based on votes, that are based on making the best decisions for your company or for your brand. You need to expand that net to those Muslims, to the Hindu people, to the Buddhists. You need to start looking at those people as well because there has to be qualified amongst their ranks. There has to be. Yeah, because you you think you're qualified, and then they also said that they didn't like your name. So that does that has nothing to do with religion. You just skip <laughs> over the, the, the literal. They said the name. I ain't really here with it. I can't pronounce it. I don't know what this shit means. And, and I harbor some feelings since nine eleven. That and, sounds pretty cut and dry. And they let them say this shit, and they don't. It's no pushback. It's just a. It's just let them say it. They might provide a little pushback. They skate over it again, and he's just like, well, you know, why can't we? Why can't we get along? Uh, you know, I. You guys are really just. We could just say that we're just focused on the wrong things. And it's just okay. I'm just so tired of it. Like, I'm just so tired of bullshit. Tim Scott is on here talking about something. I just love you. Nigga. Like, come on, bro. This is no lube. This is no lube. He won't even, he, this man ain't even pat you on the back after you said that shit. Like, the last time, you, you heard the other shit when he was like, is this Trump country? Like, Bro, fucking real. He was going crazy. This is the same man who denied black people access to his housing properties. That's the same nigga. This is, that's the same. Not the same nigga. This is the same cracker that 
call for the death penalty of teenagers for something they didn't do. Took out a a, a, a full page ad in so, in the newspaper. So it's just tough, and and, just... and still won't apologize after they have been cleared they, and exonerated. They, they, they exonerated one is a another is an elected official. One is a mayor. So so it's just like, man, you know, I, and maybe we'll have time to talk about Biden. You know, next week we'll to talk about the things that you know. Possibly the things that he's done, <clears throat> but it's just it's just tough uh, to see people who uh, who inspire you, like 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 Charlemagne uh, inspires me, and like Andrew Schultz is, you know, I love looking at his comedy, but it's tough when I know that it, what, what what this is costing. It's not fun anymore. Like yeah. it, it's not funny anymore when these people are supporting. You know, the banning of history, of the banning of certain books, uh, the banning of certain curriculum. They now made it so kids could uh work forty hours in in Florida. Yeah, and and be be uh be scheduled for eight hour shifts that could lead to overnight and during school uh, hours in school weeks, which is like. Y'all took the whole child labor joint and like flipped it. Like I just seen a clip. I seen a picture. It's like um, this, <laughs> this th- you know they've been doing this one. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we passed the child labor law. It said against child labor, right? <laughs> it's like no, <laughs> not against it. I'm fucking for it. So they're basically okay. just like I will give I'll give the GOP this man. And I saw this other thing on, on Twitter. All roads read back to Ronald Reagan. They had a very, very, very well calculated plan. And okay. like, I, small anecdote before we get out of here. I remember when I used to work in a bank. And uh, there were certain things I just didn't understand. And I remember asking the, you know, more tenured uh, employee there, like, you know, how is this a thing? Like, what is, what is this? And he's like, um, well, the reason why you don't know is because you're not a criminal. And it made me think of things a lot differently because yeah. I was like, oh, he's like, you shouldn't, he's like, you shouldn't know because you don't, you're not a criminal. So like, it's supposed to not make any sense to you. And like, I'd like to think of myself as a pretty mindful, pretty thoughtful guy. And I like to think a lot about things that most people just don't really give that much of a fuck about. And I just try to wrap my brain around a lot of this and just how sinister and how like the links that they go through, go to, to not say something, but like, 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 yeah. like if we just some of the DI, like they're literally, they don't want niggas to be a part of nothing, but the way they'll say it is like, well, we don't know if you're qualified, if we're just giving you the opportunity and to the untrained ear. You hear that and you're like, you know, that does make sense. Like, we do need to make sure that everybody's properly vetted. Like, there's literally nothing wrong with that until you start thinking a little bit more and be like, wait, but that's for everybody, right? No, it's just for them, them dark skin. Like, for, for the ones that look like us, we don't give a damn. We just, 
give them a job. And it's like, they talk about us crashing planes. Like, niggas ain't never crashed no planes. <laughs> nigga landed a plane <laughs> off coke, off the cocaine, nigga. Like, nigga, we landed a plane. We gonna land a damn Thank plane. You. Like no, we're no, not cr- we're not crashing planes, <laughs> so so you know it, it, when you take a half a second, you you'll start looking at it, and then you'll be like, so moral of the story, you need to think like a criminal. No, of course <laughs> not. But you know, as as soon as you start thinking past like that first initial visceral thought, you'll start to realize like, damn man, they they really trying to gerrymander these districts in a minute. So then. These strong districts, um, like Fulton County, you know, it that wins states, you know, like these counties, Wayne County in Michigan, like win states, Maricopa County in Arizona. These are counties that are winning massive states because Michigan's a massive yes. state, Georgia's a massive state, Arizona's a massive state, and they're gonna fuck these districts up. So that they can stay in power. And the worst part of it is, is that it doesn't accurately depict what our society thinks and what our society looks like. And so if you want these things not to happen, I understand it's easy to just both sides in and say, well, the lesser of, of the two evils is supporting a genocide. I hear what you're saying. And don't get me wrong, we've probably been supporting it for quite some time now. Um, mm-hmm. However, on top of that, uh, democracy as we know it, or as we knew it, um, is literally a toilet flush away from being absolutely obsolete. So then we will really not have anything to do with this genocide shit, and our, our American empire will be done. Now, granted, empires do fall from time to time but do y'all want to really see that shit like yeah. like y'all like it here like yeah yeah y'all like it here so um, i'm not necessarily gonna stress y'all out about voting uh, yeah. ne- necessarily at this point but it's like there is some things to think about where it's like man you could be one party voters or one topic or one you know topic voters all you all you like but it's so much more nuanced in this thing and it's just got to take a little bit more of thought um, because um, shit about to get real. So, oh, that's facts. Real, uh, real, real, quick, real quick. Oh, you know, yeah. My, my, no, nothing about this. My fault. So you can close that topic. I, I was just going to uh, bring us to, I just want to say something about Brick Lane. Please. Before we got out. So, Brick Lady came, story <laughs> came out about Brick, Brick Woman, uh, Brick Gate, whatever. Uh, She's basically, you know, coming out saying she's a scam artist. Uh, she's being charged now for uh, lying about first theft by lying. And I think she just turned herself into. So, whatever happened, she still got hit. Um, the answer to, as we have just learned from Jonathan Major's case, uh, the answer to uh, aggression from Really, anybody, but for sure, um, a woman is not your aggression. Right? You got to be able to de-escalate these situations and not uh, engage in a way that would uh, make it worse. Essentially, um, so that's a note for the fellas. She lied about uh, 
the, the particulars of the story. But as we saw from the video and as the case uh, maintains, she was hit. She just hit somebody first. So you get hit by also, a lady first. It doesn't appear she got any money because I think they snatched the money they from the... Uh, they shut it down. So all the, And apparently she didn't even start it. So for you guys trying to use that as a justification to stop, it's, un, it's unfounded. It means nothing. So she's not running off on the plug. She yeah. turned herself in so she can get it over with. Um, and then obviously we'll just wait for whatever happens in this situation. But yeah, uh, you just don't be hitting chicks if you can. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe your life is dependent on it possibly. But I mean, like, I, I just be trying to get out of it, get out of there. Life depends but I also don't have an issue with chicks hitting hit me. Like, they ain't never wanted to really hit me for real, so I don't know. <laughs> I, we're, if you're the victim in this scenario, we're, we are definitely <laughs> victim blaming. Do better. Um, and you probably won't be in those scenarios. And with that, episode, what was that? What I say? It was 46? 46. These are almost a year in, guys. Um, uh, hopefully, we have some more information uh, just keep filling you in on uh, these these races because we have a, a a very important election coming up, and then obviously, hopefully, we have a little bit more fun stuff in the, in the upcoming weeks. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, and shout out to uh, Terry Rozier. Uh, there's that too. Yeah, so, he's looking nice. Uh, we, we lost tonight. We lost tonight, but but anyways, uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Adios.